Uh, today is September 17th, 2017, and I'm at the Austin Museum Day at the Austin History Center in Austin, Texas. This is Christy Frazier, and I'm here with... Charmin Lilly. And could you please spell your name? Yes, my first name is spelled S-H-A-R-M-Y-N. And my last name is spelled L-I-L-L-Y. Great, thank you. Mm -hmm. And are you originally from Austin? No, I moved here about 1974. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Where did you move here from? From Lubbock, the Lubbock area. Okay. And what brought you to Austin? I was uh, in undergraduate school at the time, and I transferred to UT. Okay. Okay. Uh, what were your initial impressions of the city and its culture? Well, I thought I'd discover paradise coming from Lubbock, where we have no rivers and very few trees and it's flat and here we had hills and lots of trees and rivers and lakes and it was in the springtime and the mountain laurel was blooming oh wonderful i just fell in love with the city immediately and what about um the culture did it feel different to you than lubbock yes definitely from lubbock but i have lived for a while in san marcus and so um you know, I had spent some time in Central Texas, and I loved it, and I loved the culture very much. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any family traditions that are uniquely Austin? Let's see. For example, the Kite Festival. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> well, nowadays, I... Um, avoid the big festivals because the downtown is so crowded at that time. Um, but I used to always want to go to everything. And I loved things like, um, especially at Christmas, the Zilker Park Tree and the Rainy, that rainy Street mm -hmm. decorations. And it just seemed like there were wonderful things here at Christmas time. Um, the Christmas tree in the Capitol Rotunda and singing with John Ailey uh, in front of the Capitol. <laughs> okay. Um, are there any? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. How has the the town changed since you've lived here? Oh, it's grown so much, but it still remains that Austin I love. It seems to me like it has retained its, in spite of people, some people being very upset about the growth. It seems to me like it has retained its identity and the growth has brought not just bad things but good things like in the old days we didn't have the, um, the Lyric Opera and we didn't have Long Center and so I just think so much of how the city is, has been developed. Oh, how hasn't the town changed since you've lived here? Let's <laughs> see, I can't answer that. I think yeah. I, it has retained its identity of being unique, uniquely Austin. It's um, you know, always been so progressive in comparison to the rest of the state, and I love that. And it's a place where I think most people can feel like everyone's accepted here. And unfortunately, we do have some groups who don't feel that way, and I want, do want that to change, but um, 
of awe. I think it's a very accepting, friendly city. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your happy memories of Austin? Well, I worked at the History Center for seven years, and those were some of the happiest. But also just taking advantage of Barton Springs and Deep Eddy, mm-hmm. things like that, I love. Uh, what are some of the sad memories? Let's see. It's funny, I'm having trouble coming up with that. Well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably an okay thing. Just when I lose some of my friends, you know, who've predeceased me. Okay. Um, Where did you go to school in Lubbock? Well, it was outside of Lubbock, really. It was in a little town, Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. And I went to school there from uh, up to eighth grade. And then I went to a private boarding school in San Marcos, San Marcos Academy. Mm-hmm. And that's how I discovered Central Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in college, I started out at Texas Tech and um, went to Trinity in San Antonio and then UT. I got my undergraduate degree at UT. And then I went back to Texas Tech for a law degree. But in between there, I was in the architecture program, the graduate school at UT. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Do you have children? No. Okay. Do you think Austin is a good place to raise a family? I would think so. I taught and substitute taught in a number of the high schools throughout Austin, and I think highly of them and of the teachers. Um, And it just seems to me like there are a lot of activities for children, and I think it would be paradise to grow up in Austin. (laughs) Me too. Um, what do you imagine Austin will be like in 10 years? I think it will probably be bigger. And um, I hope that we have come to some solutions on traffic because it's a major problem. And in 10 years, um, 2017. You know, time passes so fast that I don't think that much will change, except that I think there will be a lot more people and hopefully more um, more industry like we've had, we've gotten into the tech community and um, that has grown so much. I think it's a good industry to have and um, there will probably be others that we can't even imagine now. <laughs> exactly. Well. That's all the questions I have. Do you have anything you wanted to add about Austin? Yes, um, I'd like to add something about the Austin History Center because um, when I first started working here, we were the Austin Travis County Collection and it was one room, the room that the archives mm-hmm. and the papers are in now. And then the library decided that they would build a clock building and there was talk about tearing down this building and building a parking garage for the clock building. And luckily, Audrey Bateman Randall was a curator here. Was a, that was her title. Um, she was like the manager, like Mike is. And she was horrified at the thought of this building being torn down. And she came up with the idea, let's renovate this building for 
the Austin Carpentry Center, or the new Austin, home of the Austin Carpentry Cat Collection. And she really should need a lot of help. And she, um, she was very well connected socially, and she um, knew Summa B. And Summa B had just finished her time as president of the Heritage Society. Mm -hmm. So she thought she might have um, some time. And she certainly has the interest of saving the building. And so they became partners and they hatched this grand scheme to save this building. And so they decided to develop a citizen support group, the Austin Teacher Center Association. And that was founded and they got other well-connected people to um, join them. And they were able to raise a lot of money that this building was put into this building to save it and to put in the cold storage vaults upstairs and the photography lab. <clears throat> and so it was saved. So that's a story that needs to be preserved. And I want to say that Audrey Bateman Reynolds' name should not be forgotten. And I'm getting upset that her photograph has been down for like a year or so. The uh, Austin History Center Association um, arranged for and funded the painting of um, Catherine Drake Hart and one of Audrey too. But it's been down for repair for such a long time. I really want to see that turn. Over the years, I've seen the Austin History Center grow and change in different ways. And then when Baruta Curl was the um, manager, I was working for the Austin History Center Association. I was on the, the board of the Austin History Center Association when the board decided that we needed to position the organization so that it could be powerful as it was in the beginning to raise funds and to marshal support of the community to um, expand into the Falk building once that library moved. And so, we, and we, it kind of become a lazy organization, not fundraising. And so we decided that we needed an executive director and so I was hired for that position and I did that for about four years before or longer than that, about seven, seven years there too. And so I've had quite a connection with the mm -hmm. History Center and it's very dear to my heart. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you.